0: Hey everybody! Hello. How's it going? It's brunch movies. We're back.
1: Brunch movies.
0: I know you guys have missed us so much, but we're here to deliver.
1: Yeah, I have no idea because we we record these ahead of time, so I I have no idea how what our cadence is anymore.
0: You know, I think it's going to be like a post mortem. Uh, North Korea decided to bomb Japan. This is our last remnant. That's oh, what God. you're. So where finds my laptop. And, yeah.
1: What are all these recordings that they were doing the, day, the couple days before the the bombing?
0: Who were these guys, and and this is our
1: legacy. So. Oh God, that that's that's a little bit worrisome. Yeah.
0: So so it's, this is Andy. This is Dave. In
1: case you forgot, uh, yeah. that's our names.
0: And like nuclear war, we have a, a story that's uh, about a different type of war: the war of love.
1: And hot out of the eighties, much like the Cold War.
0: Yeah. Uh, peak peak cold war 1985 the wedding singer
1: the wedding singer the movie wasn't released in nineteen eighty-five, but it takes place then so yeah it's uh released in 1999 same year as the matrix
0: 98 actually
1: oh i saw 99
0: oh don't don't check it guys don't we're not a google podcast i'm gonna say no,
1: i'm gonna go with 99 on this yeah
0: okay same year as the matrix so this is a matrix-like movie
1: this is, the, this is basically we're in the matrix we're in the
0: matrix adam sandler drew barrymore um, mm, that'll be something we discuss. Okay. Yeah. And 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 then assortment of Adam Sandler's friends.
1: Can I go on a tangent about wolf whistles? Yeah, go. One of the best jokes that I've come up with in recent years is, <laughs> along with my friend Mike, who hopefully will be on the cast soon, uh, is is the meta wolf whistle. So someone wolf whistle. You know, you see it's a hot girl, or you see hmm. a good looking car, or you know, I don't know. So you do the wolf whistle. though. <laughs> Do people whistle at cars? I don't know. I mean <laughs> right. Sure. Like a, dif- yeah. If you're at the the dream cruise. Mm-hmm. So if someone wolf whistles and you hear it, if you have the if you have the pleasure of hearing a wolf whistle, you immediately need to wolf whistle back at that person and then say, Wow, that's a nice wolf whistle.
0: You're wolf whistling the wolf
1: whistle. Exactly. The I man, like wolf that. whistle. So so oh. do yourself a favor, next time you hear someone wolf whistle <laughs> Which is often.
0: It happens all the time.
1: Well, I I do it more often now after thinking of the joke. <laughs> you just hope hope so. I can I can insert wolf whistles into people's brains so yeah. that more wolf whistling occurs, right? Thus giving me the opportunity to land my greatest okay. joke, the meta wolf whistle.
0: Yeah, I like that. That's good. And you you, you said that about Drew Barrymore, who, uh, an actress in this movie. She is the uh, second second role, leading role in this. I don't know. She's the female lead. Female lead. That's that's the word I was looking for, and then it's just kind of an assortment of Adam Sandler's friends. The story goes: Ben Stiller's wife, Ben Stiller's wife, Christine something. Yeah. N- not not Stiller. I don't it's think she took Dash Stiller. T- Is it? That's good for her career. I don't know. I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, the story goes that Adam Sandler, a guy that was obsessed with getting married since the third grade, that because that's a thing. In third grade, we all want to get married. That's... Uh, (laughs) I hate recess. I wish I was married. (laughs) Oh, the the kid's picking on me. But if if I was married, he wouldn't act like that.
1: Exactly. Yeah.
0: So I think that... We can all relate. We can all relate to wanting to get married in the third grade. I think that's kind of lazy writing, but anyway. Um, The guy is obsessed with marriage, uh, ends up being a wedding singer, and the... I actually counted. He only is in one wedding singing. He only sings for one wedding. No, m- he
1: does two.
0: He does the one, and then his wedding comes up, and it gets blown up. And
1: then he does one more wedding after and that. he does a bar mitzvah. No, he does one more wedding after does that. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Excuse where me. Where he gets loses. really drunk and loses it and sings love stinks <laughs> and gets punched by the father of the groom.
0: Yeah, so he, uh, his, his bride-to-be does not show up at the wedding. They break up. He becomes very negative does one more wedding, that's a disaster, decides that he can't sing at weddings anymore, thereby becoming no longer a wedding singer and becoming a bar mitzvah singer. Um, throughout this...
1: He's really good at being a bar mitzvah singer.
0: Yeah. yeah. He, he, he The Hebrew... He, Can we talk uh,
1: about that scene a bit? Sure. Go. So, in that scene where he's at the bar mitzvah, he's, he's kicked up the friendship with Drew Barrymore. The love is budding, but she's engaged.
0: She's engaged to Glenn, this Asshole. Yeah, this Wall what? Street asshole. Wall Street. He's we can a all he's a junk bondsman trader.
1: Not a junk one. Yeah, a high, I, in, a high,
0: low yield. I think low octane, high
1: octane. High octane bonds. High
0: octane bonds. I had a CD type. that it gives me twenty five dollars in nineteen ninety three. That's a quote. Nice. For. Nice. All right. Anyway. He
1: he buys a CD player.
0: He does. It's it can. Oh, let me grab a record to play on it.
1: What a great joke! So funny. The jokes are really silly in this. But yeah. we were talking about the bar mitzvah scene. Uh, so Adam Sandler meets a fat uh, ginger kid. Is, is he, he
0: ginger? Eh, he's just brown hair, but he's freckly. He, yeah, so freckly. Same, though. same shit.
1: And that kid is, you know, the cool girl doesn't want to dance with with him. Yeah,
0: she called him a loser. So he's sitting in the corner, kind of just breathing. Why was he
1: even invited to this bar mitzvah?
0: Maybe he's twelve years old, and his friend just got bar mitzvah. He could be family.
1: Yeah, but I mean, if his friend got bar mitzvah, he would have another friend there. I, I, okay, so I never went to a bar mitzvah. Have you been to a bar mitzvah? I am
0: not Jewish, so uh, yeah, I, I was not bar mitzvahed.
1: As we, as we've established it earlier, podcast, <laughs> yeah, we, we we didn't have any uh, Jewish people in our, in our <laughs> yeah, metro
0: now. Detroit, like East Side. It's it's the West Side where there's so, yeah, we yeah, got, you got you
1: got you got your locations, you got your Huntington yeah. Woods,
0: Huntington Woods, Beverly Hills, stuff like that. But
1: but you know, so so yeah, a lot of my friends went to bar mitzvahs growing up. Okay, and, so I never did. No. But I but I never did either. So. um it, any any Jews out there listening? Tell us what it's what the like, fuck, man. Yeah, <laughs> the tell about us, bar want, man, I, I want to go, go bar mitzvah. I wanna do you want to so. see a boy become a
0: man? Yeah, let let me see some boys becoming men, and then we'll see what happens.
1: Men becoming wolves. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, he should have played werewolf bar mitzvah at that. Oh. I guess that, that joke wasn't written yet. But
0: um, he d- he does a song. At, is it? He's singing in Hebrew, right? Uh, Yiddish. Yiddish. Yeah. Is is that okay? Excuse me. I
1: don't know. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Maybe if I would have been invited to a damn bar, yeah. No assholes. Uh, and what surrounds an asshole but an ass? Mm-hmm. Which leads us back to this scene. Yeah. He he gets so he gets Drew Barrymore to mm. dance with this this chubby kid. Right. And he just goes straight for the ass.
0: Yeah. He lowers his hands and he cups the booty.
1: And in today's climate. Yeah. In today's economy you might say Mm -hmm. Um, that would that just just seemed really out of place and they end up making a gag about it but it's kind of like he's rewarded for grabbing the girl's ass because then everyone just starts grabbing each other's asses It becomes a funny
0: line and then adam sandler takes the grab each other's asses and adam sandler takes the young girl that he's dancing with and makes her grab his ass
1: yeah that's kind of i didn't think about it that way but he does do that that happens yeah there's some kind of like uh that's the thing that's i was a wondering Weird scene
0: it is a weird scene is because it's a wedding it's celebration well it was a bar mitzvah a bar oops <laughs> excuse me because it's a bar mitzvah does that just allow for that type of activity well we've never been we've never been so i'm just assuming at all bar mitzvahs going forward a bunch of booty grabbing
1: i think so wow adults grabbing kids
0: Dudes grabbing. Dudes. I've heard of that
1: in the Catholic Church, but in the. In yeah,
0: the I grew up Catholic. and
1: Hebrew <laughs> tradition. I mean, I didn't know it was out there. Well, thank, thank you, Adam Sandler, for the education. Yeah,
0: and that's good. I like to expand my cultural horizons. And thank you, Adam Sandler.
1: Thank you, thank you Adam Sandler.
0: So this is a, a scene where we're seeing uh, Drew Barrymore, who plays a waitress. I don't know what she does. Yeah, that's waitress. married to a, or that's engaged to a banker. So quite a bit of a difference in their income. And uh, he's the singer. They become friends. They fall in love, but
1: they fall in love while he helps her plan her own wedding. Exactly. because He's a wedding expert. He loves weddings
0: by being a wedding singer. You know how to plan all aspects. You know, the
1: cheapest flowers, you know, the cheapest photos,
0: right? Right. That's it. You know, you know, the... nothing else in a wedding photos. And... Um, I'm currently planning a wedding, but I'm, I'm leading it I'm leaving it up to the experts, you know. So So
1: you're much like uh Glenn. I'm like feel. Glenn. I'm I'm basically like You're planning the bachelor party. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Where I plan on getting
1: drunk. Yeah, you're gonna drink beer. I'm gonna have party. a couple beers. I'm beer at the bachelor boy. Beer, I'm gonna be a beer boy. It's gonna, gonna be a beer bar mitzvah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but um so he starts planning her wedding. You know, it's kind of giving away what you love and then um in the course of all of that, there's some random shenanigans where Adam Sandler's hooked up with her friend to date. Uh, he's asked to, uh, with Drew Barrymore, in maybe the most unlikely scene ever on film, to just practice a kiss. Just practice your first kiss with your husband at the on the on the altar. Yeah. So make out with this dude that sings at weddings. Just see how that goes, and then. That was their first kiss, and they really start falling for each that other. It was a
1: beautiful kiss. Everyone, everyone starts applauding. Mm-hmm.
0: Because when he leaves the room, they both go sit on the couch and be like, "Oh my god, that was the best kiss ever." So it was a
1: very third-grade wedding moment. It was. It was a third-grade wedding,
0: um, and, and and Adam Sandler planned that from the third grade. So that's why he knows how to get the best prices. Um,
1: it, I'm, not, I'm nodding. That that's really helpful. <laughs> it's a very visual podcast. I'm over here nodding.
0: It, it continues on where. Adam Sandler, basically through a series of unfortunate events, his once bride to be comes back into his life. Confuses Drew Barrymore. She decides to shotgun wedding it, and then um, takes a flight to Vegas where the wedding singer. He's he intercepts her. He intercepts her. It's it's he's it's interception. It's a football term. If you didn't know,
1: is it? Oh, did, does he incept her? It he, does happen on an airplane.
0: Oh, she's sleeping. Oh,
1: alternate theory. Alternate theory.
0: This takes in this. This takes place. This is a
1: pretty fantastical thing that happens on this. Well, airplane.
0: Christopher Christopher Nolan did direct the Wedding Singer, so that's why. Maybe this is the same universe. So, so, yeah.
1: So somehow he has no money, but he ends up in first class. Yes.
0: Oh no, his friend buys it the ticket with his credit card because oh, that was a novel concept no, in 1985. No
1: friends are gonna do that.
0: Yeah. Especially when, so, so he ends up,
1: Yeah, maybe this is Inception. He ends up in first class. Right. He's just. He must just be dreaming. Right. Billy Idol is there. Yeah,
0: Billy Idol's in first class. pounding liquor.
1: Yeah, that's very coincidental. Yeah. He gets all these old, these rich people in first class to listen to his heartbreak story. Yeah, and because
0: rich people, the fir- they the, the thing they care about is poor people's problems, and they really care about our romantic problems and how we're doing. So when he's in first class. They're like, oh, that's tragic, and they start empathizing with him.
1: And also the stewardess comes in from economy, and it's mm-hmm. like, oh, some some jerk-like proposition to me. Right. But when are stewardesses saying that to first-class passengers? It's unprofessional on her end yeah, to, tell
0: no the, to tell st- the to first-class
1: Stewardesses p- aren't gossiping to people.
0: Maybe when you're in first class, and we're not the type of guys to get in first class. Well,
1: uh, speak for yourself.
0: Well, I'm not the type of guy to get into first class. They don't let me uh, just, just the, the look. They won't okay. let me... They won't, they won't sell me tickets. They yeah. know who I am. Yeah. They, they, they got don't. a book online. <laughs> and oh, even sorry. that, they know my name. They won't let me up there. But uh, the, the the late... They're just all best friends in first class.
1: I guess so. That's. They, what they just hold hands and sit in a circle.
0: It's like the Billionaires Club, you know?
1: This is, this is why it has to be a dream. That's
0: why it's a dream. So then he starts singing his song and wins over Drew Barrymore. They throw... Glenn, who's an a- cheating asshole, he cheats on her a lot throughout the movie. Into a bathroom and just lock him in the bathroom, a hostage type situation, until they land in Vegas.
1: While the wedding singer serenades her with right. an acoustic guitar, but I guess he brought his acoustic guitar in.
0: Yeah, and he also brought a dub track version of the songs. So. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so that was not live. Yeah, we had another debate: Is what was that him? they actually singing these songs. I think he's, you can definitely tell it's his voice in a couple situations. He's definitely singing. But some I, of the high notes, man, I'm not sure.
0: Well, I, I had his album as a kid. You know, it was quite funny. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I've listened to that album. He, he can play guitar and sing. I think that he- He's a regular
1: ex- Jimmy Fallon.
0: He, he's a regular Neil Diamond, all right? He's my, so I think that he, he definitely has the talent. And we saw that on display. He's a brilliant actor kind of. Okay, and... let's,
1: let's 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 go right into hot takes hot cakes. Right. On that note, you're starting to titillate my my hot take oh. this year with mm. that with saying that Adam Sandler is a brilliant actor.
0: I want to let you go first with this.
1: Okay. My hot take is Yes, Adam Sandler is a great actor. This movie reinvigorated my faith in Adam Sandler. It reminded me that why he's a movie star. Yes, he's become lazy now and only does movies where he can sit down a lot and wear shorts.
0: (laughs) Basketball shorts. There's always a basketball scene. He likes to
1: play basketball in between scenes. And, And so, yeah. Yeah. I mean, now he's like a millionaire who's just kind of, you know, hacking it, just doing the bare minimum to make millions of dollars. But this reminded me why Adam Sandler is a star and why he deserves all that money.
0: This movie. This
1: movie. makes you think he should be worth five hundred million dollars. At least.
0: Wow. This is the one. That's my hot take. <laughs> Can I offer a counterpoint? Little Nicky.
1: Yeah, Little Nicky was one of the bad ones.
0: One of. Uh Jack and Jill.
1: Didn't see it. Is that is that an incest one?
0: He plays his own sister. That sounds close enough. To me. Incest is back in the 90s, but in the 2000s, they got rid of it again. So, okay. Yeah. I think Jack and Jill came out like 2006, seven. Good time for movies. Yeah. Great, great, <laughs> great
1: time. Great, great time. Those hot years post 9-11.
0: Post 9-11. Fun times in America. My uh, my, hot take is that Drew Barrymore, not hot. So it's the opposite of a hot take. It's like a cold take on Drew Barrymore. What do you oh. think So this podcast and what Hollywood needs is men talking about the beauty of women. All right? (laughs) And I'm prepared to do that. I'm prepared to take that on myself. I'm taking it on myself. All right. Get up on your soapbox. All right.
1: I'm ready to hear it. I'm all yours.
0: Adam Sandler movies have been designed with one goal in mind, not to make money, rather to prove unconvincingly to humanity that Drew Barrymore is still, in fact, hot. So- so you have this movie where I think she's nice looking. I think she's, she's yeah, good Yeah, I, I think
1: she looks yeah. great in this. She looks looks good.
0: But then every movie after this, she's just, she's, <laughs> what I wrote down, it sounds like she's talking as if milk was in her mouth and that milk mm. is kind of spilling out the, the corner of her well, mouth. Maybe
1: she has to drink milk a lot to, you know, fight off the her rampant alcoholism of her past.
0: So milk is is the way that she coped with her past trauma?
1: Yeah, you know, maybe, you know, if you drink too much milk you throw up, so that kind of fulfills that that need to vomit mm-hmm. that you have when you're an alcoholic. Ah. Uh,
0: I, <laughs> I don't know about that. But you you I've go, you go throughout her career and in the movies that she's done with Adam Sandler, Fifty First Dates, Blended, The Wedding. Is this one of the dates? Uh,
1: how many dates? I don't. Do you think like all of the movies that she made with Adam Sandler count same as, universe the, was... as, the, as the dates? This could the be the dates? same
0: universe as Fifty First first dates because she has amnesia in Fifty First mm, dates. Yeah. And we don't, you know, it's, it's retrograde amnesia. So she remembers what happened before the event, but we don't know how stable that mind is. That mind could be all over the
1: place. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, anyway. So not, not hot, meaning not hot now, not I, hot I, ever.
0: I think. She was on that David Letterman. So there's a David Letterman video where she flashes David Letterman. She's looking pretty in that video. And then she... She does flash David Letterman. And she looks pretty in this uh, movie. But from here on out, including Charlie's Angels, which apparently they they digitally edited her to look different than she actually... In Charlie's would. Angels 2. In Charlie's
1: Angels 2. Uh, yeah, I think... She put in a little bit too much weight for, for McGee, the director of, of yeah. those movies.
0: And as men, we really have to worry about controlling our weight. I just wish we held women to the same
1: standards. <laughs> so, so... Yeah, I mean, we, we all have to compete with Paul Rudd. We, yeah, I mean what he's a so
0: sexy. handsome dude ant-man when I mean, he has a shirt off you think
1: uh you think adam Sandler's got rocking a six-pack under that Van i Allen think he's t-shirt? rocking
0: a bit of a dad bod but no one cares because he's worth like 500 million dollars oh, Bro- oh so he's he's a glenn oh, oh yeah he's become glenn from the from oh the my TV. god it's glenception like he you know you you think you become what you hate a little bit too
1: you know uh, absolutely
0: and that's adam sandler so but, yeah so that's my hot take drew okay, barrymore not, not hot. hot but they're trying to convince us by putting her into movies but then at the same time adam Sandler not traditionally good looking she's not traditionally good looking maybe they're a good match uh, but then
1: uh, she's hollywood royalty watch your tongue okay the barrymores man the barrymores yeah that's hollywood royalty okay I, I've just heard that. I have nothing, <laughs> I know nothing about her parents, but they're like, yep, Drew Barrymore, Hollywood royalty, the Barrymore family, very good. Very how, how, I mean, how else did she get that E.T. gig?
0: You know, and who doesn't want to be king of current Hollywood right now? Because Hollywood is awesome. We're big supporters of Hollywood on this podcast. Yep, we're, we're,
1: we're, this is this is Hollywood. This is Hollywood. Okay, so I, I'll do my hot cake now. Sure. My hot cake for this is uh, John Lovitz's cameo. Ah, uh, Wonderful. John Lovitz is amazing. Yeah. Oh, just one of my favorite comedic actors, and he does not he he does not fail to disappoint. What? Yeah. He fails to disappoint. What's what's the what's the Mm, how does that say? He doesn't disappoint. He doesn't disappoint. Yeah. And and he just yeah he has this wonderful scene where he is a rival wedding singer of Adam Sandler, and just nails it. And then there's there's just a classic weird kind of Sandler <laughs> Lovitz scene where Lovitz is off-screen kind of like brooding Yeah. and he's like ah this guy is going crazy it's going to make me a fortune and then the, the... I,
0: I'm reaping all the benefits <laughs> yeah and then the <laughs> the curtain slowly, slowly closes over his
1: face it's just I feel like John Lovitz is in a lot of movies doing that exact scene
0: I just I I, I wish I was born adam sandler's friend i just wish i had that birthright because if i was adam sandler's friend my life would be made i'd be in every movie i'd probably be worth at least 50 million dollars
1: well did you try out for SNL around the same time that sandler was on
0: i was a young man i was probably eight years old and i tried out and i he just well, said uh,
1: yeah, this is they didn't i, me I can't really i can't really accept your oh i wish i was his friend because it sounds like you didn't even try
0: i tried out Oh,
1: you got to! Yeah, it was close. They almost almost put on an
0: eight-year-old. It was very, it's very scandalous. Macaulay
1: Culkin got the gig instead of you. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Drew Barrymore got the gig instead of you. Drew Barrymore and you know she came and wasted and she kicked me. Oh (laughs) man! So that's why you hate her. Yeah. Yeah,
0: and then she 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 drooled milk on me, and that's why.
1: Oh oh, man! What a jerk!
0: But uh, that's good. Yeah, I I agree. That's a nice hot cake. My hot cake would be Adam Sandler's voice, surprisingly good. He had a lot more range than I I remembered. You know, uh, I I think the song that maybe is his most famous is the Lunch Lady song from SNL. Yeah, that's the Hanukkah song. The Hanukkah song, yeah, one of the, those two songs, and they're kind of just playing acoustic acoustic guitar and singing a song, but he's letting his chops out. He has a higher voice than I expected. He's hitting some falsetto. Yeah.
1: yeah. He sings, Uh, you spin me right round, baby, right round. Mm-hmm. I didn't actually know any of the other lyrics to that. I didn't know like the intro to the, you spin me right, right round, baby, baby, right round. Right round like a record. So what do they say right before that? Um, Don't know. They, they were singing it in the movie. I was like, oh, these are the other lyrics? Yeah. These lyrics are way worse than the chorus. Probably why I only know the chorus. The
0: chorus is the only part that matters for that song. So. Yeah.
1: And the music was great this. So this is a great soundtrack. I yeah.
0: think that's why they made it in the 80s. They just liked the dumb fashion like the Yeah, they friend. really
1: they really ham up the the fashion parts of it.
0: Mm-hmm. His friend wearing the Michael Jackson jacket with the glove and uh Ben Stiller's wife Christine something. Oh yeah. with the uh, Madonna gloves
1: and the crazy hair. Crazy hair. She looks really different there. It took me a while to be like, I'm like "Is that her?" I think it is. She looks good. I feel like she's she had some work done after that. I think she so? looks better in this movie, actually. She looks really good. She, she looks a bit more plastic these days.
0: I I'm it's Hollywood.
1: Again, you know, like judging women.
0: And that's what this podcast is about. But what I'm saying is, okay. see, I'm
1: I'm a good guy because what I'm saying is don't have the plastic surgery. You're beautiful the way you are.
0: Oh. Okay.
1: That's me. That's just that's just how I do.
0: Are we anti plastic surgery? Yes. Oh, okay. I'll jump on that bandwagon. We're against plastic surgery. Look the way you do look, yeah,
1: ladies. Yeah, look the way you look. Ladies, you don't need to change. No, you don't need to change. Not for me, baby.
0: Mm-mm. We don't need that.
1: Call me up. <laughs> I'll take you to a bar mitzvah. You
0: can hashtag brunch movies, and I'll get back at you. <laughs> All
1: right.
0: Right. So that's, uh, yeah, that's, that's my been, hot take.
1: hot takes, hot cakes. Boom. So we have got to criticize this a little bit this movie. Mm-hmm. This movie is a very Sandler movie in that there's a lot of just kind of one there's a lot of fat jokes.
0: There's always fat jokes in Sandler's movies and I think it's just riffing on friends like really cruelly and trying to ruin their day. Yeah,
1: they have Brian Posehn in there at the mutant table, yeah. table 9. Oh yeah, that's Brian Posehn. Yeah, he's he a little cameo there.
0: That's what they do. Their their whole Adams Sandler's comedy in these movies like, grown-ups is the same way you just make fun of your friends to the point of utter embarrassment and it's just instantly forgotten what's
1: his name uh the king of queens he wasn't in this movie he kevin
0: been. james i think this is pre-kevin james friendship
1: why did they even meet
0: uh that's a great question maybe
1: he was like hey fatty like on the street and yeah. And then they him. both
0: laughed because you when yeah.
1: you yeah. yeah kevin james so we could have used him in this movie but yeah there's a lot of there's, there's a lot of like gay jokes too. There's a uh, the
0: boy George stuff's a little troubling.
1: Yeah, his uh, uh his backup singer is. Do you really
0: wanna hurt like a, me?
1: Do I, I don't know. I don't know how to. I, was, I don't know how to label it in the movie. I did some IMDbing, and it appears that that actor is is a woman, like now. Oh, uh, okay. So I don't. But in the '90s, I don't think that you know it was definitely played as like, oh, this is a a dude looks like a lady situation, a very Steven like Tyler. Like Aerosmith, man. yeah. And I, there was just some crass jokes about that, you know, a drunk Steve Buscemi thinking, oh, that girl's hot. And, you know, a gag where she, he puts on a wedding dress and yeah. acts like a girl and oh, haha. So that that felt a little out of place. These movies
0: always are going to suffer from this stuff. Especially, and he
1: always does the things where yeah. there's just kind of like these nonsensical gags that it's like a normal scene, then like there's like an old guy there doing a moonwalk.
0: Yeah, he, he, yeah. He,
1: They throw in a lot of weird jokes in Adam Sandler movies that don't don't exist in kind of like the pre, ap film takeover in comedy, which has made things a bit like more natural, but realer. Maybe it's I think kind it, of like the improv scene where things just kind of flow. These old movies kind of had like these had to have these jokes crammed into them.
0: Yeah, the Apatow is really focused on the dialogue, like clever dudes talking that is just naturally funny. When you watch this movie, just the way that they try to cram in jokes is really...
1: Yeah, this is kind of like the the fat woman farting in Friday. A lot, a lot of those... Uh, those That's still in. kind of funny. Well, yeah, yeah. It's funny, but again, movies don't have that as much anymore. No. Outside of, like, scary movie 17.
0: So, this is... I, I'm glad we did do this movie because we're opening up the... Uh, pantheon of sandler films for potential brunchiness
1: yeah sandler might might be up there with uh, the tim allens of the world yeah in terms sandler
0: of tim allen i think we're missing out on a nick cage type thing we should uh, look into that as well but basically sandler's movies they always tend to be kind of light-hearted dumb and and short which is good yeah, i think shortness helps
1: Yeah, it was less than two hours, uh, luckily. Uh, I I needed that because I forgot to watch the movie. And Dave was like, I'm coming over for the podcast. I was like, uh, okay.
0: (laughs) But um, I, I do think this movie is before Happy Madison Productions. So Sandler wasn't in full Sandler mode. And I think that's for the better. He wasn't able to go fully to his na- like bad inclinations for movies.
1: He has a couple of the scenes, like the, once again, something that should have been brought to my attention yesterday.
0: Yeah, or when he breaks the mirror, you know, in the, the room after his, yeah. It was all bullshit. <laughs> yeah, that's, a, that's, a, that's, that's a, a great song. That's a great, great. song. But... I
1: like that better than the I Want to Grow Old With You song. Yeah. Oh, my friends I... loved that I Want to Grow Old With You song. Really? My friends had the soundtrack of this movie. Oh, no. My friends are big into this movie. Although, I think for me, you know, this movie was coming out of, you know, just a, a streak of just amazing Sandler movies, right? He did yeah. Happy Gilmore. He did uh, Billy Madison.
0: And this was, like, kind of the uh, the trilogy that really uh, Waterboy and then this, right?
1: Yeah, and Waterboy at the time I didn't like as much.
0: No, I think that one doesn't hold up as, as good as, as you would hope.
1: But. And then this one came out, and I was like, "Oh, wait—he's really not funny anymore because he just wasn't really trying to be that funny in this." Yeah. I, as a kid, I didn't—I didn't really.
0: Objectively, this, this may be the best of those
1: movies. But yeah, looking back, this is this movie is good. Yeah.
0: Anyway, like, I'm—I'm uh, I'm glad we're opening it up. I think we'll be revisiting Sandler. I do think this is a pretty good movie,
1: though. Objectively. Yeah, the Sandler verse is right for the picking for brunch movies. Yeah. Should we get to the uh, brunchiness of it? What do you think? Yeah, let's get to it.
0: Let's dive in. So, personally, um, before watching it, I think every movie that we've watched, we've had the preconception pre-con- that it will be brunchy. And then nine times out of ten, I'm like, that's a brunchy movie. And I mm. I always think that. Right. Um, so, I I do need to be a little bit more, you know, they can all be a brunchy. That's fine. They can all be. But uh, this one, for me, among the brunchy, I do think it is brunchy. You could watch it during brunch. Yeah very low low level for me
1: yeah i would i would agree it, it, the kind of the over the top 80ness factor of it yeah kind of gives us that brunchy color scheme despite there being like these wedding parties at night there's not really scenes outdoors and it's a very bright movie so i think it kind of hits that vibe of there's there's no darkness to this movie and the darkness is played for gags mm-hmm. and so in that sense it, it kind of fits the criteria. There's nothing that really eliminates it from being a brunch movie, but it's not singing brunch to me.
0: No. And there's, despite it being a wedding, and I think of weddings, I think of food and I think of like celebration and stuff. Not a lot of celebration. It's actually kind of a. Watching Adam Sandler get over is the end of his last relationship. Doesn't really scream.
1: Yeah. yeah. That kind of makes things brunchy though, because as we've kind of started to establish, it's like the kind of. Hangovery movies where you're kind of mm-hmm. recovering from some event. That's mm-hmm. that's kind of where brunch comes into our lives, and so this movie as a comfort film, I think, is there.
0: Yeah, that's a good point.
1: But yeah, the, I think just the tone of it kind of takes me out of the the brunch, the brunchiness.
0: Right. I I guess Glenn is a. There's too many characters too that are pigeonholed into the roles because they're Adam Sandler's friends, like yeah. Steve Buscemi, yeah. gotta, Kevin Nealon. You always yeah. have to have Kevin Nealon. You know, you gotta. And he needs some money. That guy, he is so happy that he's friends with Adam Sandler. I just wish I was Kevin Nealon, you know. If I was I, on a, I wish
1: you were too. Uh, damn, could
0: have could have been bad.
1: Man, bail. this podcast would be so great if it was me and Kevin Nealon.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I in the, yeah, so I'm going to say, Sandler on? I'm going to say it's brunchy, but I'm going to give it on the lower end. So, yeah, I'll,
1: I'm going to, I'm going to agree. Maybe a five or a six, right? Definitely. Uh, probably at least a six.
0: I think it has to be above five, right? Right, right. So even if it's below five, then it's just like a McDonald's breakfast. <laughs> I think yeah,
1: just like the charm. The charm of it really pushes it above it. If it was less charming, then yeah. it would be pretty easy to. It's be a like fun movie. Yeah, uh,
0: it helps that it's it's not bad, you know.
1: Yeah, this is definitely rewatching. This has kind of made me reevaluate and and think like, okay, if this movie's on TV or something, I'm I'm watching. I'm in. I mean, I'm down with the, I'm down a clown with Sandler one last time.
0: And we're down with the clowns here on brunch movies.
1: Oh, we should do a juggalo movie.
0: Are there juggalo movies?
1: Oh, there's documentaries about them. I'm sure.
0: We're big juggalo guys. I actually don't hate the juggalos. I think they. Yeah, I think they're very very fine you know, people. Yeah, good people. Feel uh, bad that they're labeled a gang and they have to take it to the Supreme yeah, Court. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's ridiculous.
1: I mean, just because they they do a lot of math and wrestle in mud and throw human feces at Tila Tequila. Did they do that? Yeah, she kind of deserved it. it. She's a Nazi, though, right? I don't know if she's a Nazi. She's just insane, and maybe she's just playing it for laughs. But she did come to the gathering of the Juggalos one year to perform, but and it, she got human feces thrown at her, The which Juggalos makes are, me really respect the Juggalos. Yeah,
0: man. And the Juggalos are notorious like anti-racist. It's super inclusive. So, hey, man, fuck Tila Tequila. We're pro-Juggalo. Do you guys.
1: Yeah. All right. Uh, one one thing, uh, just to, uh, uh maybe throwing in a, a final thoughts here before we get into the brunch pairings. Mm-hmm. There was, like, no cocaine in this movie. Oh,
0: no. man, I wrote that down. Where's the cocaine? And yeah. I assume
1: that's just because of the PG-13 rating. Ra- it has, to be. It if has you, to be. I think if cocaine use bumps it to R, it must be. We need to get someone from the MSRPP. Is that, is that who rates the movies? MSRP, right? Okay. Motion something. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, we need to get them on here to explain to us what makes movies uh, rated what they are. But yeah, it it they really should have been more cocaine in this. Especially Glenn should have just been blowing coke. I think they the Glenn was meant to been, be right. A, yeah, a cocaine. They were just right? too pussy to make it R.
0: Mm. It would have been a better movie if it was R too. Oh yeah, it would have. Been, I think yeah. Apatow made comedies again R, right? Like rated R, like you could show that you can make money. Yeah, exactly. This movie desperately needed that.
1: I wonder if he was involved in this uh, this movie at all.
0: I recently watched Heavyweights again. It could be, it's a fun movie, but oh, Apatow wrote movie. that. I had yeah, no idea. A it's
1: a great movie. Must've been a fat kid. Uh, I could see that. Yeah, it must've been. Yeah, must've been. Had to be. Apatow, come on the podcast. And tell us whether <laughs> you were a fat <laughs> kid. We
0: could talk about the hashtag resistance as well. So. Yep. Um, yeah, I, I love some of the quotes in this movie, some random stuff. Um, just that Glenn's a junk bond trader in the 80s you know before the yeah. 87 financial crisis uh black monday as its or is it black tuesday which one's the 87 it doesn't matter um say hello to your brother tito very eight because he's wearing yeah. the michael jackson glove. michael yeah. jackson glove um ah i don't know not much else i got
1: I also really wish that we would have gotten a Rob Schneider cameo doing the You Can Do It, The Wedding no, Singer.
0: Oh, that would have been so good.
1: That's like a that's like a necessary addition to all Sandler movies. You should have done
0: it in, like, the, uh, you can s- do it, the wedding Scarface, singer. though, like Scarface clothes. <laughs> With, like, a, a, a Tommy gun or something like that. Ooh, well, did Scarface
1: have a Tommy gun? Well, a, a machine gun. A Tommy gun. A Tommy
0: <laughs> Back in the 1930s, we all had Tommy guns. So.
1: And they mean that they're
0: Tommy guns, son. <laughs> Maybe not. It's, I meant, you know, the giant machine gun he has at the end of the movie with a grenade launcher attachment.
1: Uh, cool. Here's a hot take just because we're never going to do Scarface for this. <laughs> Scarface sucks. Yeah, it's not good. It's a really bad movie. I rewatched
0: it on a plane. That's no, really bad. It's so long.
1: Oh, but it's got incest. Uh. He wants to hook up with his sister. Oh,
0: yeah.
1: She dies. Yeah, she like shows He her kills her. Her. He yeah, her. Yeah, she like shows him her boobs and then. Oh, that's right. Her. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. a really bad movie. I don't know why people like that movie.
0: So incest was big in the 80s. Oh, yeah. came back in the 90s. It's gone now. It came back again. It came back again in the 90s. Now it's gone. For better. Ah, We we, we said we're pro incest.
1: (laughs) Uh, Dave Dave said he was pro incest.
0: Uh, No, 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 no. The podcast is pro incest. I'm personally...
1: Completely uh, The opinions of the podcast do not reflect R- the, opinions the opinion of, of no, my own it's, person. It's an autonomous
0: unit. Yeah, to exactly. Yeah, okay. So I'm okay with that. All right, very good.
1: So the podcast says it, I don't say it. Yeah, yeah.
0: No, I don't I would never believe that. No, no. This we podcast don't. The is the podcast like,
1: believes it, but we don't. We don't.
0: The podcast is thinking men need to be in movies more, should direct movies more.
1: The uh, podcast is like a golf course where it just <laughs> it's its own thing. And it doesn't matter that the ownership changes over time. It's still the same owners because it's yeah. it's it's its own thing, so the taxes can't go
0: up. It's on the it. Augusta of golf courses. You know, it, it's 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 not it's not golfing against other players, it's golfing against the course, and the course is our podcast. Yeah.
1: I agree. Digest that. And and each movie is a is a ball. There's just a ball. And uh, yeah. editing is, is the eighteenth hole.
0: Oh. I I don't know what don't that means. What that means <laughs> I don't but... play much golf. <laughs> Not a big golf podcast.
1: All right, we got to squeeze this in here at the end because yeah. I know you guys are all waiting to, to know what the brunch pairings is for this. Yes. And uh, I'm taking inspiration from the movie, as I often do, and I'm going with a classing uh, wedding banquet lineup, which is you know your choice of one of the entrees and a side of Mm. And so uh, I'm choosing the fish, which uh, Drew Barrymore had trouble getting rid of.
0: Yeah, and I'm, I'm going to choose the beef
1: um a big pro guy prime uh what is it the prime rib yep okay yeah so those are the those are the two choices everyone wants the prime rib no one and we rsvp'd early there's probably a chicken choice in there too there's usually a chicken a beef and then a fish or a nowadays it's a vegetarian option
0: uh and sorry vegan friends the farthest i'm going for my wedding is vegetarian
1: all right yeah no if you're vegan you're out
0: you're out you're not you're out (laughs) get out of here
1: get out of here
0: podcast is anti-vegan myself i think you guys should have the right to eat what food you want but not at my wedding so
1: yeah and yeah. that's why you're not invited <laughs> should have invited me to your bar mitzvah <laughs> yeah
0: hey where's our bar mitzvah invites that's when you'll get our even if you're not jewish i want to go to a bar mitzvah just let me know
1: yeah yeah and you know we, we can eat kosher that we're fine with that just not vegan
0: as long as they're hebrew national hot dogs i'm in those things ooh, ooh, grill
1: up hot in. dog right now that sounds so good some
0: yellow mustard hot diggity dog oh, all right so i, I think that
1: we're great app great
0: good <laughs> the wedding singer yeah, yeah. sandler back yeah sailor's back incest is back then gone again cocaine is gone and is back gone. again
1: something like that is it back drew barrymore
0: drew barrymore is she hot is she not don't don't dot com
1: <laughs> well to settle it on the website folks yeah. very good All right, Dave, we'll uh, talk to you soon.
0: Talk to you later, man.
1: Talk to you folks later. And we'll be back with another episode of Brunch Movies. Bye.